I believe in whatever doesn't kill you will simply make you stranger. <laughs> That's right, movie fans. You know what time it is. You think they ready, Tyson? They ain't ready for this. We t high in the spotlight on Christopher Nolan's masterpiece from 2008, The Dark Knight, Tyson's favorite movie. That's right. This movie is flawless, in my opinion. It's a masterpiece. It's a modern-day classic. A masterpiece of... Now, this is uh, the theme where... Or the thing, rather, where you take a character and you give it a theme. And a lot of people... Well, I mean, I as well felt that it was... Uh, reminded me of Heat. Michael Mann's film from 95. And they didn't know if that would work in a comic book movie, but Nolan, he made it work, and the results were one of the best comic book movies and just damn good movies ever. And I feel that's how the comic book genre, film genre, is going to sustain as a whole. You gotta, you know, just making a movie, don't get caught up in the comic book of it all. Right. Just make a movie, and that's what Christopher Nolan did. Now, at the end of Batman Begins, Gordon is standing on the top of the roof with Batman. He just got the uh, signal. He didn't have any mob bosses, so this would do. <laughs> and he said, well, you know, you're doing some good, but we also have escalation. Escalation. That's right. And now we have these uh, crazies running around taking on... Um, personalities in this one he leaves a calling card that's right it's a calling card of a joker I'll look into it and if you were in that theater you knew what that meant Ooh. but who was going to play the joker oh man questions for, questions for three years it was just crazy speculation no pun intended <laughs> about who was going to play the Joker. Right. Then the news broke. It was going to be Heath Ledger, who just proved how bold of an actor he can be by being in Brokeback Mountain opposite Jake Gyllenhaal. That's right. Heath Ledger as the Joker? Where did you get see. those wonderful toys? I don't see it. <laughs> but three hours later, you saw it. Well, it felt like six, but I'm just kidding. Just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. Um, yeah, I was. Uh, I was uh, saying okay. I was wrong. People were wrong about Michael Keaton, and they were wrong about Val Kilmer and all of the rest. So let's see. Give him a chance, and Robert Pattinson. Let's give him a chance. You know? Wow. You haven't seen it yet, don't you? At least. Have to see the movie first? Exactly. <laughs> oh, boy. Okay, so July 18th, 2018. Man, we go to the movies. We get our seats. The lights go down, and we're, we're ready. You're transported to Gotham City, say, like a year later after Batman Begins. Mm -hmm. And... Uh, 
you want to hit the mob hard. They weren't concerned about the Joker just yet. Right. They wanted to hit the mob where it hurt them. That's the money. They yeah, want that's the money. Seize all of their financial assets. Rest assured, your money is safe. <laughs> no. I thought my jokes were bad. So let's round out the rest of the cast. We got, uh, like you said, Heath Ledger. Joker Christian Bell is Batman slash Bruce Wayne. Michael Caine is Alfred Pennyworth. Gary Oldman as Commissioner Gordon. Uh, Maggie Gyllenhaal, Rachel Dawes. A step up. Oh, Rachel. Oh, oh. <laughs> Aaron Eckhart as Harvey Dent slash Two Face. Although that name is never used in this movie, but we know who he is. But that makes sense, right? So, man, yeah, we're looking at Morgan Freeman. Last but not least, Morgan Freeman. He was... As Fox. Great as Lucius. <laughs> That's right. And I feel like I'm missing somebody, but hey, maybe not. Okay, so... It's just Heath was greater than I imagined that he could have been. You know, I thought it would exceed my expectations, Rather. That's what this whole movie did. The scene where he has the knife up to gamble. In his mouth. Michael Jai White. Played, thank you, played by Michael Jai White. And his hair's all frizzled. And it's a close-up shot. He looks like Nosferatu. Oh, good point. And uh, want to know how I got these scars? My father was a drinker and a fiend. One night he goes off crazier than usual. He gets the kitchen knife. Mommy gets the kitchen knife to defend herself. Daddy doesn't like that. Not one bit. So it's it's okay, bro. Uh, So, yeah, man. uh, I've seen the movie, I promise. The Joker... And the Batman finally had their first, you know, they finally had their first encounter at the Harvey Dent fundraiser thingy. That was a cool moment. Yes. You know, you just realized that Bruce didn't realize this at the time, but. The Joker is dangerous than he thought. Exactly. And there's this great moment uh, after when Bruce is talking to Alfred talking about the Joker as if he's just another criminal. Right, it's another punk. And Alfred tells him, no, no, no. I've been around longer than you have, sir. Right. I know crazy when I see one. Because the bandit haven't thrown rubies away. Then why steal them? Because he thought it was smart. Because <laughs> some men aren't looking for anything logical. It cannot be bought, bullied, or reasoned with. Some men. Just want to watch the world, bud. And that's exactly what Heath's Joker wanted. To see the Joker went through something. Yipes. And he wanted to make sure that everyone felt his pain. Right. Unlike Bruce wanted to save everyone. On his darkest on his darkest day, he made a promise. To his parents that he would rid the the city 
of the crime that took their lives. Right. And it was the theme from the long Halloween. I believe in Harvey Dent. Nice slogan, Harv. <laughs> it was. <laughs> and I believe in Batman because, you know, we'll get to that soon. But I want to talk about the relationship between Harvey and Rachel and Bruce. Of course, she's telling him, you know, she can't be with him because he's a vigilante and he has two faces. And, you know, but then (laughs) turns out that Harvey has two faces too. The white knight. Then it became literal. Right. Exactly. Literal two faces. So, like, she didn't get to see him as that. And she didn't get to see him with the uh, Arkham guy. I guess you could say he was in Arkham, uh, played by uh, Daz Moulton, when he had the gun to his head and he was flipping the coin. Exactly. You know, (laughs) but Bruce didn't even tell her. No. Because then it's like, you got to have something to believe in, huh? Exactly. You got to keep the image up. You got to keep Gotham's faith in Harvey because they voted for him. Right. And, and it's uh, really telling, you know, that's the great thing about great movies. They um, somehow enter the zeitgeist. You talk about politicians and oh, what we how we really perceive them. <laughs> and what they really are. Exactly. They're only as good a world allows them to be. But I'll, I'll show you. When the chips are down, these uh, these civilized people will eat each other. That's another thing that Bruce didn't want to accept. That's right. Just like Captain and uh, and uh, Winter Soldier, he didn't. He's like, what? We're not. What is going on here? Pretty much. Yeah. And and so. Now Batman realizes the threat that the Joker is and that the mob, he's pimping them. They're not pimping the Joker. Exactly. He's pimping them. Right. And taking their money. I want my money at. But then it turns out the Joker don't even want the money. No. Just like Alfred said. Exactly. (laughs) Because the Joker has a bigger mission than just gaining wealth. Right. You took you take one look at this man, he doesn't care. He doesn't care about money. It's what Alfred said. That's right. Doesn't care. Okay, let's let's get down to the other encounter Batman and the Joker had when it's down and dirty in the streets. Uh no, I'm just kidding. That is um He's, that's when you're like really just earning your money as far <laughs> as the action goes. Yeah. Because we have the Joker, he's in the, he has obviously stolen the truck, a semi that has, laughter is the best medicine, but the Joker put an S there, slaughter is the best medicine. That's right. Which I absolutely love. And Harvey Dent has said, I'm the Batman, so take me into custody. Now, he's thinking he's going to fool the Joker, but he can't fool the Joker. The he Joker already had that planned. The Joker adapts his plan to whatever the good guys do. 
I the, just take your little plans and I turned it on itself. Exactly. Which leads us to, I think, one of the best chases in, in film history. Mm-hmm. The Batmobile has been destroyed because the Joker somehow attained a damn bazooka. Oh. And he fires it at the caravan that had Harvey. Not the caravan of love at all. No. <laughs> he was trying to blow Harvey up. Uh, that's a good one. For a while not, there. Not the caravan I, I, of love I thought you were dead. I mean, the way you threw yourself after her. But so then the Batmobile has been trashed, like Tyson said. But wait a minute now. Batman's Joey's not the only one that makes plans. Batman's got plans. And in one of the coolest scenes in the movie, he ejects out of the damaged Batmobile onto the bat pod. Goodbye. And this is when everyone in the theater really just applauds. You know, again, you got your money's worth with this movie. That's right. And he's back in the game, and he tracks down the the Joker. And they have first it was mono and mono with the the car, and then he goes over. uh, He goes under the truck, and he whips a wire around, and it flips him over. They actually tipped over that semi while making the movie in Chicago. In Chicago, not that anybody noticed. Like in the middle of probably like in the middle of the night in downtown Chicago. Right. And that leads to the most intense game of chicken ever. The Joker comes out of the tipped over truck. Mm-hmm. Batman he is does a little chaplain type fall first. Exactly. <laughs> and he takes this weird looking semi automatic exactly, weapon. Exactly. And he starts shooting at the Batman who's on the bad pod coming towards them. Come on, hit me, hit me. And Bruce gets angry because yes. the Joker is testing him. Hit mm. me! And, but he of doesn't course, kill. He doesn't. He rather uh, crash on the bad pod than take a life. Right. Now the Joker's learned something new about him. And earlier in the film, the commissioner faked his death. death to get the upper hand on the Joker. You gotta. This is a game of chess. It ain't checkers, boy. No. <laughs> yeah, the mother fools is playing balls and jacks. You gotta play advanced chess with the Joker. Exactly. So they catch the Joker. But even when they think they had the upper hand, they don't. The crooked cop in the MCU has taken Rachel and had her tied up to a bomb and uh, Ramirez, the uh, Latina, she's crooked and she, you see Harvey getting in the car as a bad man, well, Gordon rather rescues him and you, the, camera, the camera stays on her a bit, and you're like, oh, boy. When you watch it again, it's like, oh, boy. And when you, you realize it Everybody's was the... Everybody's got a price. Yeah. 
and you realize it was the crooked cop that was driving the car with mm. Harvey in the back seat. So then we have the Joker sitting in the dark interrogation room. Harvey Dent comes in. Good evening, Commissioner. He says, Harvey Dent has to come back. You're like, yeah, what else is new? And then he go at it for a little bit. All the while, the Dark Knight has been in the room with him. He uh, turns on the light. Joker's like, what? Crack. Oh, his head right on the table. Which leads to the most intense interrogation scene I've ever seen. And it turns out Heath told Christian, hit me for real. Let's sell this. Let's go. Batman and the Joker. And Rachel, not so much Harvey. His life is on the line. Hit me for real. You know? That's um that's classic uh filmmaking right there. That's right. That's meat and potatoes. That's what? Mono e mono. You ask the Joker for answers, he's gonna lie right to your face. And he do it with a smile. And Bruce is getting pissed off. He lies about where Harvey and Rachel is. So of course he goes to where he told him, but is it ever, ever that simple? It's never that simple. Not with the Joker. Bruce goes to the wrong place. He winds up trying to save Harvey. And hearing Rachel die over the speaker. And then the Joker probably put Rachel's timer on a shorter time limit. <sighs> further further away on a shorter time limit. Because by the time the commissioner unknowingly gets there, the building blows up with Rachel in it, killing her. Which, by the way, breaks all conventions. Right. All conventional superhero themes. Right. Supposed to save the girl, right? Not this time. Not this time. <clears throat> Punch you right in the mouth with that. Yeah. Oh, man. But Harvey has an accident. And he gets the oil on his, the grease on his face. Right. An explosion goes off when when Batman trying to drag him out of the, he's out of the building, but the building explodes. Yes, some fire gets on him and it burning half of his body. Exactly. Man. Then that leads to another one of my all time favorite moments. The Joker has gotten away. He put a bomb in one of his goons <clears throat> that he brainwashed. Oh man. He's outside of the squad got car. Into the, got into the police station. Exactly. He's in the back of the squad car, just reveling in his victory and the chaos he caused. Mm. That's one of the best scenes that right there for any villain. And maybe next when Thanos was at the farm, he talked about he got to sit down. It was like, wow, we actually giving him a moment. It's because of the Dark Knight. It's because exactly. of that scene with the squad cars swerving back and forth and him his torso hanging out of the window and him reveling in the success of his master plan. Exactly. And so we're going to jump ahead to the hospital scene 
with the Joker and Harvey. The Joker is dressed up as a, a nurse. <laughs> and he's talking to Harvey about the established order and how you will never be truly fulfilled unless you have a little anarchy. Because it's fair. It's fair. And goes, uh, Harvey gets away. Before he blows up the hospital. Exactly. And the commissioner is worried about Harvey's mindset and where the hell he, he is. All the while, Bruce has created this sonar technology. He has to find the Joker at all costs. Right. And if he has to tap into it, all the Gothamites phones, so be it. He has to find the Joker. He has realized, fully real, realized how much of a threat the Joker is. He has. Yeah. You're going to worry about him now, the, sir. He has welcomed the Joker as a true rival and threat. He must stop him. By any means necessary. Exactly. Yes, and so Batman goes to the uh, Pruitt building, and then he saves those people. Which again, he learns that the Joker's twisted mind. He has put the hostages in the Joker mask. Exactly, <laughs> and the doctors are his goons. Right, but the SWAT—they don't know what's what. They're just going in there. To get the bad guys. But this mm. is the Joker. Who the hell are the bad guys? Right. But Batman knows. Now knows. That he has to accept the unconventional. And the Pruitt building scene was really. Really a cool damn scene. Because mm. he has the sonar on. He can see through the walls. And his eyes are glowing. That was pretty damn cool. Yes. And he breaks out the uh, the bad detonator to save the cops from doing the, the wrong thing. The SWAT, yes, for doing the wrong thing, mm -hmm. killing the hostages that had the clown mask on. That's right. And so he has a showdown with the Joker who's had another thing planned and he wants to... It's the real thing he ever wanted, not money. Anything was to prove how sick society was. But then it was between the guards and the inmates and the people on this, on the uh, boat that were told to go to the, the, in order to be safe. And he's going to make them decide who's going to blow up what's boat first. But then the inmates decide not to blow up the the good people, the so-called good people, I guess. And then the Joker is proving it wrong. But, but of course, of course, he himself has a detonator <laughs> and he'll blow off both boats. But this is when Batman stops him, throws him off of the building. The Joker thinks he's going to die. He's going to die. And he's that gonna, Batman can finally kill he's like nope he uses nope. his battery to not gonna do that either 
to rope him up. You and, don't get the final laugh uh, on that anyway. Exactly. He'll have the final laugh on something else, which is what he tells him. While the Joker is hanging by the rope of the battering, he tells Batman that what he did to Harvey was a theme from the killing joke. All it takes is one bad day killing Rachel. Harvey losing Rachel was that one bad day and it turned him evil. Right. And Harvey went on a killing spree, killing all of the crooked cops and the mob. Mm. So Bruce goes to where Harvey is, which is an abandoned place. An abandoned place with Commissioner Gordon's family. Right. He gets a call after Batman saved the hostages at the Pruitt building and Harvey kidnapped their son. And you want to talk about the tension, tension and the lowest of the low. You wow. <laughs> He's going to shoot the commissioner's son because it's fair. A fifty-fifty, a fifty-fifty, a flip of the coin, mm. the good side or the charred side. And but before he can do that, Batman, who he had shot. He thought he was dead, but then Batman jumps back and and knocks him down and somehow grabs the sun. And you know, that's the only thing a hero can do. Only a hero can do that. <laughs> exactly. And Harvey is dead on the ground from the fall. Right. Batman himself falls. But I always felt that it was the armor that like Yeah, it was the suit that protected him. Man. Yeah. So Gordon says, you know, we was getting ready to call it in about who it was, but then Batman said, no, 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 understand this. We can't let the people of Gotham know what he did. You want to blame somebody, blame me. Because before this, he was a damn good man that tried to put the mob in prison. He was the Robert Kennedy of his time. Exactly. So Gordon is like, what do you mean? Batman said, just... I'm not a hero. Gotham deserves their real hero. And he says, blame it on me. And that's what Gordon does. And he, so he calls it in and the cops are coming. Bruce limps over, runs, runs and limps to the bad pod and he's getting away. And that's where the commissioner says, he's our, He's our guardian. Watchful protector. The The Dark Dark Knight. Boom. And uh, again, unconventional, brilliant, action-packed, great performances. It stayed number one for like 10 weeks. Oh, yeah. There was some pretty good-looking other movies. Some actually turned out, as it turns out, funny comedies, but... The Dark Knight grabbed a hold of everyone, the world, and it still has not been forgotten. And has it been topped? It hasn't been topped. Mm. Those are my thoughts on the masterpiece that is The Dark Knight. I wholeheartedly agree with everything you said. And it would stand a, uh, 
Dark Knight Rises was four years later, but so we had four years to marinate on the Dark Knight. I thought they said, no, nah, ain't no need to rush to this one. He's still, they're still thinking about this one. And I know Christopher Nolan and everyone yeah. involved. Let me bask in the glow of this awesomeness. This movie was so good. It's so good. That so, it so good. Got, almost got an Oscar nomination for Best Picture. But eh, I don't really care about Oscars and awards. So, movie fans, thank you for joining us. For Tyson Powell, I'm Tyrone Powell. This has been Movie Spotlight, The Dark Knight. Talk to you later. And uh, here we go.